Okay. What a, what a great morning. It's so good to have you in the house this morning. And um, I want to speak this morning on, on belonging. I, and, and, you know, with the, the uh, family camp coming up, it's just such a great opportunity to move into a, a greater realm and a, and a greater connect of, um, of who we are as a community, as our community, and, uh, and just begin to develop that deeper connection. That's one of the things that we are really passionate about. We, we, we love our God with all of our heart, but we believe that God has placed us in a family and, uh, and we get this incredible opportunity to love on each other and love on, on um, those who, who God places in our path. So... <clears throat> A sense of belonging. I'm, I'm breaking the rules, according to my wife, um, by speaking a little, a little bit on our mission statement um, because we haven't had Vision Sunday yet. But I really feel to just outlay who we are as our community uh, as a headline. We say our community is a place. It's a place to belong. It's a place where we become disciples of Jesus. Not disciples of the church, disciples of Jesus. And it's from this place of being in a love relationship with Jesus that we actually go out and we transform our world. And, and so I want to talk this morning on the, the first aspect of that this sense of belonging. What does it mean to belong? It's, it's an interesting question. And um, often when we, I, I guess, when we don't feel that we belong, it, it shuts us down. We, we don't have that freedom of expression. We don't have that, that, um, that confidence to be the, who God has really made us. And so I want to declare at the outset this morning that we, we believe in freedom. We sang about it this morning. We, I, I believe there was a tangible expression of God's freedom in this place this morning for us to actually lay hold of and bring it close to ourselves and so that we can begin to walk in it. Um, <clears throat> when we don't have this sense of belonging, and when I say belonging, I, I ultimately mean that relationship that we belong to our God. But in belonging to our God, we belong to the family of God, which is the church, the body of Christ. So, we, we tend to be, I guess, insecure when we don't experience that sense of belonging. And this actually affects the way that we walk out our day, everyday life. It will shut us down. It will make us conspicuous of how we express ourselves. Um, and it, it just has a myriad of effects of which all tend to be quite negative. 
So the things I want to encourage us in this morning is from the perspective of true belonging, and I believe that they are threefold. The first one is, is that it helps us to let go of the world's model of belonging, of which is quite dysfunctional. And it helps us to um, recognize God's model and actually take hold of that, who he has destined us to be, who he has created us to be. It helps us identify that there is a link between a sense of belonging and, and acceptance. And that gives us a sense of feeling of, of self-worth, of boldness, of confidence that will actually begin to uh, develop in us. It helps us become more accepting and loving of one another. You know, in a, in a, in a real healthy sense of um, family, you have an incredible ability to love others. And that's, that's what we want to begin to foster and culture in this environment here as, as who we are as our community. Turn with me to Ephesians 1. And we're going to read from verse 3 to 11. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. That, I mean, that in itself is amazing. We talk about heaven coming to earth. And, and, and this is what Paul is talking about here. He has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespass, according to the riches of his grace, which he actually lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. The Holy Spirit is given to us as a seal. It seals us in that redemptive um, inheritance. Turn with me to Philippians 3 and we're going to read verses 17 to 20.
And again, Paul is saying, brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example that you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. I mean, that's a mouthful. But it gives us incredible hope. It gives us that inheritance that we actually belong to the family of God. We belong. And so as we belong to the family of God, in the same sense, as we bring it to an earthly perspective, we belong to each other in Christ. And there is a, there is a real sense of, of deep connection as we, as we are intentional about building that connection. Most of us fear rejection in some manner or to some degree. And I want to... I hate rejection because it rejects. I... You know, the, Ben talked about the embracing hug. I love the warm embrace of the love of God that actually compels us, that draws us close in to, to His heart. So let's, I want to I actually look at the Word of God to help us identify how we can overcome that sense of rejection so that we don't continue to walk in this um, dysfunctional attitude or this dysfunctional realm of where we operate out of a performance base or we operate out of a... Um, A, a, a works mentality, which is a filter, yeah. So I want to look at some things that damage our sense of belonging. And actually, they, they work to increase our fear of being rejected. The first one is, is that we need to recognize that the world is teaching us every day it's fallen model of acceptance how do you get accepted in the world you got to look a certain way you got to be cool you got to uh, even even in the um, the current church world this has crept into the current church world of where you actually have to present I, I remember when when I first got born again um, I was a, a, a diesel fitter out in the mines at, um, at Greenvale. And um, anyway, we used to come to go to Townsville every weekend. 
that we could. And um, predominantly it worked with our shifts, so every third weekend we would be down to Townsville to, to get our fix of church. And, um, and we, we were trying to, I guess, get accepted into this one particular church. And we tried for, I reckon, a good three and a half months. And it was, I mean, it didn't, it didn't compute or equate to us that our dress standard was um, inferior to their dress standard. Uh, we rocked up in stubbies, shorts and singlets. And, and they wore suits. Now, I don't get that in North Queensland. Why would you wear a suit to church? But anyway, we didn't fit their criteria and so we weren't accepted. Yet we were as hungry as anything for God. Anyway, one day after, because they, they had a, um, a morning and an afternoon service, and, and one day we, we were just you know, trying to break into this, this clique and someone said, hey guys, um, we're going over to another church. It's a, Pente- it's a charismatic uniting church. And we immediately thought, uniting church. <laughs> but we went and it was amazing. We walked in and we, we were just, we had this incredible sense of we've come home. This is our home. We were accepted and loved for who we were. And I'll, I'll, I never forget that. And it's, it's, it's been a real incentive for, for us as we, um, as we navigate what this church is going to look like. It has to be a place of where people are accepted. Because that's who our God is. Our God accepts us as we are. Now the truth is that he loves us too much to leave us as we are. And we've always said in this church that if you are reluctant to change, then the culture of this house is probably going to repel you. But if you are open and hungry for change and want more of God, then you, you are going to just be absorbed into the, the family and the environment that is here. The world says that you can only belong if you perform to a certain standard. You've got to measure up. The world says that you have to protect yourself from others. Don't let others in. Keep them walls up. You are the only one who will look out for you. That's, a, that's such a, a, a deceptive approach. Because following the world's model is going to lead to fruitlessness. Jesus instructed us so clearly. In John chapter 16, he was actually preparing to leave and go to the Father. And in that place, he ministered peace to the disciples. And he even stated that he was going to prepare a place for them. In John 16.33, he says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart. 
I have overcome the world. And so, you know, I, I truly believe that in, in developing this sense of, of belonging in our community, we're going to rail against the world's standards. And we are going to get our identity from the Word of God. And we're going to reveal and reflect the heart of the Father to the world. We need to recognize that our parents, unfortunately, give us our first sense of belonging. And in many cases, it's such a flawed and dysfunctional um, perception. The breakdown in, in the family unit is incredible. I can guarantee that if we were to, to raise our hands, that the, the majority of us in this room have come from a broken family unit. It is now the minority in schools for, for kids to have the same parents that they were born into. And so, you know, we need, to, we need to recognize that our parents are not perfect like God. Many of us would have experienced a sense of rejection from our parents, perhaps. And what that does is it gives us a, a, an unhealthy and an unreal perception of who God is as a heavenly dad. And we need to, we, we need to be reflecting that unconditional love that merciful heart of a loving caring forgiving God to the world around us but not only to the world around us because there's angst even within the body of Christ and so we have to be intentional to actually cross those borders and begin to to minister from the heart of God I suppose a, a key for us in... Because in, the Bible says that we should honour our parents. And that's a, that's a healthy instruction. And so I guess a, a good key is, is honour and obey your parents, but learn to find your real identity in Christ. Seek Him and His will for your life. To do that, you actually need to read your Bible. You need to be in fellowship. You need to have a sense of connection. You actually need to belong to something. Recognize that our sinful nature interferes with our ability to accept and be accepted by others. Now, we're born again. The sinful nature is dead but it wants to keep on rising okay and and so um, we need to overcome that how by trusting in in God by laying hold of his forgiveness by laying hold of his grace and his mercy 
the empowerment of the Holy Spirit is integral to that. Anger, strife, selfishness and blame and all the aspects of our sinful nature work to increase that rejection. They damage unity and reduce our acceptance by others and even ourselves. We need to recognize that Satan has lied since Adam to us. He wants us to believe that God doesn't mean what he says. I want to say God means what he says. God loves you with an everlasting love. He loved you so much that he sent his only son. That we can actually lay hold of that redemption that he was his mission. We need to recognize that sometimes our poor self-image will actually push others away. Can you see how all of... I mean, these are all negative things. But can you see how all of these things just establish a sense of rejection and work against a sense of belonging? So I want to encourage us. So I want to talk now about things that build us and improve our sense of belonging. And the first thing is 101. Recognize God's love for us and that He actually has a plan for us. He has a plan for you. John 3.16 For God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting love life recognize that we as individuals are incredibly important to god are you, this, this was one of the hurdles that i had to get over because I, I struggled to see how God could love me and every other person on the planet. How he could love me individually. And as Christians, we're called believers. And bottom line to believing is that we actually believe. What do we believe? Do we believe a lie or do we believe what the Word of God says? I want to encourage you to believe what the Word of God says. Because the Word of God says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm the apple of His eye. He's predestined me before the foundation of the world. That's important. You are important. Jesus declared us His friends in John 15, 15. He also declared us as his brothers in John 20. Galatians 4, 6-7 says that we have been adopted as God's sons and daughters. 
These are the things that we need to believe and these are the things that are where we build our foundations from so that we can actually have that sense of belonging to the kingdom, have that sense of belonging to a loving, caring God, have that sense of belonging to a church family because we have a like mind and a like expression here. He values the birds, and yet we have much more value than them. Matthew 6.25 I want to encourage you this morning to recognize the role of the Holy Spirit in your life. In creating that sense of belonging so that you know. You know, I, I said earlier on, the Holy Spirit has sealed us into the family of God. He lives within each of those in the body of Christ. It is Him who binds us together. And you know, the amazing thing is, is that no matter where we might go, the Holy Spirit provides a bond to other believers. You can go the world over. And you, and you land in a foreign country and you, you, you make a connection with a Christian and all of a sudden you realize, wow, I've got family over here. That's, that's cool. God's, God's plan is just so grand. He gives us the ability to overcome our sinful nature and its effects. Galatians 5 22 to 25 says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such there is no law and those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires if we live by the spirit let us also walk by the Spirit. Romans 8 verse 9 says, You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit. If in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. He has sealed us into the family with the Holy Spirit. God wants to build each, wants us to build each other up and love each other. So there is a, an incredible need for acceptance in the body. When I say in the body, I mean in our community, in the body of Christ, in any local church. There's a wonderful concept in Romans 15 that talks about when we actually accept others, we're praising God. We're actually reflecting glory to Him as we, as we praise, as we um, accept others. So in closing... to develop 
a sense of belonging. It first has to be formed in us. To develop a sense of belonging as our community. It's got to be formed in us first. As we have that sense of belonging to our heavenly dad. As we have that sense of incredible love that flows both ascends and descends and actually validates us as people. And so I want to declare over this body of people this morning, you belong. You belong to your heavenly Father. You belong to Jesus who paid an incredible price for us. You belong to the Holy Spirit who has sealed you into the family. The body of Christ, Christ was chosen before time. It actually it beats distance. As we prayed this morning for Rhiannon, we believe that distance is not a problem to the Holy Spirit. It doesn't allow people and problems to interfere. The body of Christ will not only survive, but it will be the tree that continues to support life in this universe. Wrap your thoughts around that. This body is actually a tree of life to our community. The, the, the community that we actually engage with on a daily basis. And as you walk in your sphere of influence, you need to recognize that you are a tree of life. We talk about heaven invading earth. We talk about on earth as it is in heaven. We talk about changing atmospheres because of who Christ is in us. And so paramount to that is us realizing that, hey, I am a tree of life. And I'm actually going to affect others with that life-giving life that Jesus gave to me. As members of the body of Christ, we have been made totally acceptable to God through Jesus. I love how um, many of the, the, the grace preachers talk about God exhausting his wrath on Jesus. So we actually can walk in freedom from judgment, freedom from condemnation, but yet often it's our own soul or our own experience that condemns us. There's freedom today. There is freedom. You're bought with a price, an incredible price. 
We've been empowered by Holy Spirit. What does the Bible say? If the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, it will quicken your mortal bodies. Anyone who's got aches and pains today, when you struggle to get out of bed and you can feel all of those creaks going, declare over your body, hey, the Spirit of God is in me. It raised Jesus from the dead. It will raise me from my bed. And begin to walk in, in the confidence of what and who the Holy Spirit is in your life. He is a friend. He is an advocate. We've been adopted as sons and daughters by God and given an inheritance. Philippians 3.20 says that we are citizens of heaven. We are citizens of heaven. And yet for so many of us, we are bound by the earthly citizenship. We talk, you know, part of of, of what our missional statement is, is that we want to be transformational. And I'll leave that for Edith to explain more. On Vision Sunday, you need to get along to that. We are citizens of heaven. We are only temporarily in this world. But we're here for a reason. All of creation, Romans 8.19 says, is waiting eagerly for us to arise and be revealed. So I want to encourage us. The next time that you feel that you don't belong, these are the things that you need to be thinking on. These are the things that you need to be studying so that you build a confidence in your mind in your in your heart in your soul that you have been bought with a price you have been predestined before the foundation of the world and all of creation Eagerly wait for your revealing. So in our spheres of influence, in our, in our spheres of, of frequency of where we, where we work, where we live, they're actually waiting for you to stand up and reveal yourself as a son and a daughter of the living God. They don't understand why they're, they're looking for that. But they are. And so it's a great opportunity for us to actually release the atmosphere of heaven into the, the spheres and environments of where we function and where we um, frequent. So I want us to stand. Do you have...
confidence to declare some things over your life. I, th I think... If we would begin to speak because we believe, it would have incredible effect on our life. So let's declare these things over ourselves, over our lives, over our belonging in the kingdom over our inheritance as a son and daughter of the living God. And the first thing I want us to say is that, hey, I am a tree of life. Come on. I am a tree of life. I am a tree of life and I will spread life wherever I go. I am acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. The Bible says that we are accepted in the beloved because of what Jesus has done. I have been empowered by the Holy Spirit. And God has given me an inheritance. What's that inheritance? Life forevermore. Abundant life. Victory. That's our inheritance. Health and wholeness. All creation waits for my revealing as being a son of God. All of creation awaits for my revealing as a son of God. So God, we thank you so much for all that you have given to us. The way that you have made for us. And God, I want to just release over this body of believers here this morning, God, that, that sense that, yes, I belong. I belong to, to God. I belong to the body of Christ. I belong to this family. And so, God, as we go from that place of belonging, Lord, I thank you for your anointing that will actually go before us. Lord, I thank you for that revealing as a natural progression that we would be revealed as the sons of God as we receive our true identity. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. We are done. If you if you feel that you want some prayer, if that's if if you've gone from pillar to post in your Christian life not having felt that you've been able to put down roots or, or anything in a, in a family, can I encourage you, get some help and respond to the Holy Spirit this morning. Amen. The bill is on.